stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. From DNHQ, beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> Doing this with the fingers for some reason. Guys, you're now home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. They are our friends and our favorite people. And uh, Doug got to hang out with uh, Jim Beam himself the, the, earlier this afternoon. Jim's a great guy. J- yeah, just superb uh, fella that fella James is. Anyways, my name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter, on the Instagram, that guy. It's DMAC underscore LA on the Twitter, on the Instagram, host of your Dodgers Nation postgame show every night, some nights. Doug, it's an off day, and we're doing a show. It feels right. It is an off day, and the Dodgers, they can't get close to that division title, but they can increase their magic number with a Giants loss. The, the magic number right now is at four right now. We're closing in on a division championship. Didn't uh, finish that series they didn't love this series with the Padres but still hey it's all a dress rehearsal they have none to play for in the division but I think they're winning within games even if the score does not reflect that yeah yeah you saw some things you liked even Pepio's loss you know you see some things you like out of out of uh the kid in the start so we'll talk a little bit about the Padres series. Some thoughts on Pep um and mainly Pepio if you guys want to hear more about the Padres series go check out Doug's post-game shows he did a couple of them uh, talking about uh, Pepio and Kyle Hurt and all that kind of stuff. But we have some more thoughts today. We want to hear your guys' uh, input on them. We're also going to have our five questions for the Dodgers over the last couple of weeks of baseball that will be left. There are some questions to be uh, asked and eventually answered before October play. Um, I already mentioned the Pepio thing. And then a little bit on Walker Bueller's latest comments and just kind of riffing and playing uh, with off-season Walker because there will be no Walker this year. Walker, no run. Guys, we're getting super close to that 70K. It's getting it's getting pretty cray-cray. You know, we were at uh, earlier, uh, actually it was late last night. What was it, Noah? We were at 69,420. 69,420, literally on the dot. Nice. That was pretty cool. We've actually grown since then. So uh, subscribe, get us a 70K. We're giving away a Mookie Betts jersey. That's a real thing we're doing. If we could do it next week live, that'd be pretty cool. So tell uh, tell all your friends to subscribe, even if they don't like us. Just do it anyway. Tell your grandma, too. Tell your is that, grandma. Is that code? Tell your grandma, door to door. and then, yeah, grandma can get the jersey, and then, uh, you know, just take it. It's not code for anything. So. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's jump into a little bit of uh, some uh, Doyer baseball and a bit of uh, Dodger talk. Dodgers talk. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Dodgers do lose. Uh, I, was wait, I was looking over here. I thought I felt a camera switch happen. Dodgers lose two of three. You do you. You know, I want you to DJ, man. You're DJ producer Noah. Yeah, I was just I was, I was muting my mic instead of the camera switch. Kind of, we're getting there. Really, Dodgers lose two of three to the Padres. Yeah, it's annoying. Doesn't mean anything. I guess gives them a little bit of um, uh, pep in their step, heading towards a very very early uh, season exit. Or I guess it'll be a full season exit, but that no postseason. 
general takeaways on that, and then uh, let's dive into some Pepio thoughts because not the greatest start, but there are things to like out of it. Yeah, overall, it's not the result you wanted, but I think it was still a great opportunity for guys to grow, guys to continue to get that valuable experience. I've said it for a couple of weeks now that some of these younger players, they're going to learn more by failure at this stage of the season because they've had some sex success early on. You want to see them <laughs> get it to where... <laughs> Noel, did you know this? Technically, it was much earlier. They all had children at the same time, so it would have been at the. Okay, sorry, we weren't. We could have let it go, but we were not going to let it go. It's a Thursday. All right. So, anyway, so yeah, I mean, you look at this team. Padres, of course, their team is not going to have a good year. They're one of the most disappointing teams in baseball history. We already know that. But I do think when you talk about Ryan Pepio, the difference with that start and the ones we've seen is he was getting the results when he took that that perfect game into the seventh inning, you weren't seeing as much swing and miss. Last night, you were seeing more swing and miss. You saw him strike out the side there in the first inning. He just made some bad pitches. He made four mistakes, and unfortunately, the Padres, they capitalized on all those mistakes. And I think that Ryan Pepio is going to go back and understand that, hey, you can't leave a fastball middle-middle to a hitter like Juan Soto. He's going to hit that out every single time. And in the postseason, for Pepio to stay effective and stay on the mound, he has to avoid that. So a lot of times you see pitchers they're gonna miss their spots but sometimes it's a foul ball right sometimes yeah. it's a ground ball he doesn't have that kind of stuff he exactly. doesn't necessarily always have the swing and miss he gotta hit your spots he doesn't always have the swing and miss but he's pounding he pounded the zone last night and if you look at that strikeout to walk ratio 22 k's to two walks across 27 innings that's very impressive you look at the pitch to campusano that he hit for the three-run home run that caught too much of the plate but both of those home runs on 0-2 counts just had issues finishing him off right there and it's another one for you guys, okay? But I was going to leave it. Yeah, so look, I think, look, for him, if he can get the chase, nice. if he can pound the zone, I think really that's what's most important. He needs to be consistent. I think at this point, they really have – They he's not a, a luxury. He's a necessity. They need Fully. him to step into this role and find a way to contribute any way he can. But I do think if you're Pepio and you look at – his start last night, I think you can feel really good about that. And you look at, I mean, just some of where they were on the grid right there as far as the pitch location, a little off, but the swing and miss being there to me was very encouraging. Yeah, there was nothing I saw. Admittedly, I would wasn't paying the most attention to last night's game. It didn't mean a damn thing to me. But um, from what I saw, I, di I didn't see anything that said, hey, this guy is not postseason ready. And yeah, he is a need, but <laughs> but he also uh, it would be a solid addition, even if the team didn't need him. You know, I'd rather see him over a Michael Grove, over a Gavin Stone at this point in the season. You know, and and honestly, maybe that one bad start is a good thing for him. It gives him something to kind of build off of, and you see what happens if you aren't on your game. If you don't hit your zone, if you don't hit your spots, uh, you know, the way you're supposed to. If your command isn't there, you're gonna have a bad time. 100%. I think it gets for him, worse in the postseason. For sure. You're going to face hitters on big stage and big moments. You have to go out there and execute pitches. And I think for Pepio, there were some loud outs yesterday. There were some at-bats where you like the fact that he was getting chased. And he was putting away hitters, too. And you saw some strikeouts with that slider. <laughs> I do think one thing that they're going to go back and look at the sequencing is, yes, we know that changeup is nasty. We know that he's been living in the zone more with that fastball. But you got to go with that slider. I mean, that slider emerging is going to be the key to his success because I think against really good teams, you know, there's this thing in sports where 
when you do it something that they don't expect you to do, then okay. But when teams start to expect you to do that, and then you have to go out there and replicate that success, that's when it gets difficult. So I don't think that Pepio is going to sneak up on opponents. They're going to be studying film, studying the iPad, and they're going to know when, okay, might be sitting on a fastball here, might be sitting on a changeup here, and that's where you have to mix things up. So I think the next big step for Ryan Pepio is going out there and continue to hone in that slide and continue to refine that process. But yeah, the swing and miss was better. The chase was better. They just took advantage of four missed pitches and you're not going to see that final thoughts on Pepio before we throw to uh, Noah and see what's going on in the comments. Um, Dave has mentioned Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. If you guys didn't know, he's pretty good at his job. He's mentioned that the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers thank you. He's uh, he's mentioned that, you know, with where the team is at right now, they're not a hundred percent certain or, or set on what Pepio's role is going to be. Of course, it's kind of Dodgers. It's kind of Dave Roberts talk. I'm pretty sure they know he's going to be that game four guy unless they need to go to a Bobby Miller or something on short rest, whatever it may be. Um, but he's going to be that guy. And uh, if whether it's as just an opener or a bulk role or whatever, but he will be pitching in that game at some point. But uh, either way, I think he has a role fairly locked up. Yeah, 100%. I think it's fair to say at this point that he's going to be in that rotation or somewhere in the bullpen. I think we could see Pepio deployed similar to we saw some of the rookie pitchers back in 2020. It's not like they went out there and said, okay, we're going to just start Dustin May and have him run with this. Start Gonson, let him run with it, right? You saw them mix in those rookies sandwiched in between Bueller and Kershaw and Julio Urias. So it's going to be very unorthodox. It's not going to be traditional. But I think right now they're just trying to identify stuff-wise are they trending in the right direction? The reality is from when he started, when he returned back on the mound from that oblique injury, we missed over three months. He has shown progress. I think the swing and miss is encouraging. I think the big key for him is having confidence in that fastball because he's a guy that when the command isn't there, he tends to nibble. When he has the confidence, he's aggressive in the zone. He's got all the shapes, man. He has all the goods, and that's what this Dodgers team is looking for. It's going to be very interesting to see how they handle it in the NLDS if that becomes a deep series, if it goes four or five games, because at that point, you're going to see a mix of matching quite a bit. And look, the reality is in Major League Baseball at this stage, in a postseason run last year, teams averaged just over five innings per start from their starting pitcher, and that was up from over 3.6, right? You were talking about yeah. under four innings per start from starters, so <clears throat> it's going to get wacky. It's going to get weird. It's increasingly becoming a bullpen game, and Crazy. the most important thing is Pepio does look like a guy that's going to be a dude. Hey, this is a team that uh, has success, has had a lot of success going to bullpen games, having openers and whatever, and this is a team that can match, mix and match probably better than anybody uh, in the league, so I'm not I'm not necessarily opposed to that. All I want is uh, to bring home that piece 27 of 27 outs, man. <laughs> no, what's going on in the chat a over there, A lot of good Chief? stuff. we got a lot of good stuff. We're going to start up here with UFC Guru Official said so to hit that like oh, button. So that's a good Very point. right about UFC what do we Guru need? Official. What do we need? So We're going to, you know what? It's an off day. Not expecting much. Okay. We're going to say 200 likes in the stream, and the Dodgers will sweep the Mariners. The Dodgers, okay? the Dodgers will sweep the Mariners. 200. It's, it's not even that's that not high. asking for much. I'm not asking okay. for a lot. 200 400 likes, 400 likes, and Clayton Kershaw throws a perfect game. Okay. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. So that's what we're asking for. I'm going to keep going. Five likes, oh, and Doug will do a shoey. No, no, five. no. Just well, speaking, speaking of shoe, I actually I have a good transition this time, but I'm not going to do it yet Aww. because I got some uh, Chris Heasley Dodgers. said Dodgers. No, that's not the one. I Well, I'm already reading it. So yeah. Dodgers need to learn to bunt and play small ball when their home run philosophy doesn't work. You guys saw that. Good Me teams can adjust in big games. Bunting before the show. We were. Um, we got another one over here. I Rich like this bunting. from Fierce Toner 59 said 
losing helps see what holes the Dodgers still have. They can fix the issues when the problems are easier to see. So I do kind of like that. That kind of the glass half, half full. We got Lance Jennings said, thanks for a great channel and keeping us updated on the Dodgers. You, like button smashed. Got a few Appreciate more here. Um, another one from Josh Gitt said, pitching won't matter if the lineup doesn't hit and it can't just be Mookie and Freddie, which is what Dave Roberts said yeah. before yesterday's game that, you know, the bottom of the lineup, Will Smith and others kind of need to... middle of the lineup. Middle of the lineup, more. yeah. Middle Honestly. to bottom. And then, of course, speaking of middle to bottom of the lineup. You win. So had a really good um, yeah, transition that I decided not to use because I wanted to get to some comments. But Reed Hallett. Yeah. $5. Thank you very much, Reed said. Not trying to start a conspiracy, but when the shoeys stop, the Dodgers started Whoa. losing. Dot, dot, dot. Man. Bobby Miller is the dude. Doug. Fill the role of Kershaw for sure. Doug, get... I got like, some shoes. Look, if you don't, get 300 don't, likes, I'll do a shoe. 300 okay, likes, that's, that's fair. a fair deal. More like $300. 300, 300 <laughs> likes. I don't... Hey. 300 likes. Do it for the game. But He's the, asking for it. 300 likes, and he'll do a shoey. I don't see it happening today because it's an off day, but makes hey. me uncomfortable. it's not going to happen. Hey, how did nobody uh, point out, and this time we've been in this this uh, studio together today, that Doug and I are almost kind of dressed the same? We always do. Yeah, a little. I didn't. I mean, we do, but. You guys going golfing after this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little uh, hole in one, if you know what I mean. By the way, also, why are we wearing Mariners colors when we're about to play the Mariners? <gasps> the because, wardrobe hey, matches the other in team the here. The <laughs> Hey, in support, in support of George Kirby. You know what? We need more soft pitchers in baseball. <laughs> yeah, saying. we definitely poor, do. There you go. Poor George kid. Kirby. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. All right, let's uh, let's move on a little bit. Uh, you know what? Everybody hurts. Kyle did not. Kyle Hurt makes his major league debut, and um, uh, this just in: he was pretty damn good uh, at getting it done. He got the job done. Two innings, two scoreless innings against the Padres, uh, and he came in during game time. You know, I think from what I heard, he he read or he watched the Dodgers Nation parking guide to find out how to get into Dodger Stadium and really avoid the traffic and avoid Gate A, which is what A stands for. Avoid. A no, is for I, avoid. Yeah, you know. Yeah. A, I, I, mean, I, did it. I didn't know that until I watched the Dodgers Nation. I mean, Tommy Lasorda, Tommy Lasorda once Dodgers legend once called it Blue Heaven on yeah, Earth. Just yeah. saying, you know. A is but, for avoid. Yeah. Throughout the WS like Yeah. So, anyways, he gets there at like seven o'clock. He pretty much walt waltzes in it at first pitch, you know. And um, he was probably like, "Hey, where's my jersey?" And they were probably like the Hurt Locker. Good night, everybody. I love having tight lines, so I can just kind of get out of frame <laughs> like that. Anyways, Kyle Hurt, good baseball pitcher boy, and uh, raising some. Now, I don't know if they're tough questions, but question marks for the Dodgers and for, uh, you know, everybody, the Dodgers, as you know, uh, for the postseason roster, because if he can get dudes out and <laughs> I mean his first stretch of batters, Soto, Tatis, Machado, I think it was in that order, got him out, no problem, and then strikes out the size to uh, to finish um, the, the ninth inning. 
Dave Roberts said before his debut, this really doesn't mean anything. He said after his debut, maybe we'll see him again. What's going on with Kyle Hurt? Do you think uh, he could uh, be a sneaky, one of those, you know, late September rookies that, that make a difference in October? I think at this point, the, where the expectations are with everything that's transpired this season with off the field, on the field, injuries and whatnot, I think Kyle Hurt, he was absolutely electric. He was absolutely dominant. Like you said, his first taste of big league action is against potential Hall of Famers, right? All-stars, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting soft contact. He pops to second. Soto gets to ground out. Machado gets him to ground a third. I mean, I'm not saying that was as good as as Carl Hubble in the 1934 All-Star game where he strikes that out one? five straight That's so weird Hall of because Famers. I was just saying a buddy I, I that Carl Hubble that. Had a maybe a better debut. That's but you're that's weird. Really, I, heard that. I, mean, yeah, I, I heard literally that. before you got here, we were talking about Carl Hubble, that's, Babe Ruth. I mean, what are the odds? Lou Gary. What are the odds? Jimmy okay. Fox. I mean, that's crazy that we both brought up Carl. Al Sorry. Simmons. No, you go back, but that's Joe crazy. Cronin. We both brought up Carl Hubble today. We hang out a lot, man. We got the similar <laughs> thoughts, but yeah, just. You put him in that situation. Yes, the Dodgers are up big in that one, and it's still your big league debut. And I think I've heard a lot about Kyle Hurd. I've talked a lot to people about him. They tell me how electric he is. But yeah, we we found that out, Doug. And we found that out. And I think for me, I think I was looking for the explosive <laughs> strikeouts, right? I was looking for, okay, where's the stuff? But for me, it was a soft contact in the first inning. And then he comes out in that second inning, in the ninth inning to close things out. And he was absolutely electric. He strikes out the side. He gets Cooper's swing on a changeup around the corner. He gets Grisham on a four-seam fastball in the zone. Challenges him in the zone. Gets Batten on a changeup on the inside corner. What was so impressive to me was, one, just the efficiency. 24 pitches, 19 for strikes. Pretty much just made one bat pitch probably to Grisham. Other than that, he was aggressive in the zone, and that is the difference maker. A lot of these young pitchers, they come up if that, especially against big yeah. league competition, they're going to nibble, right? But not <laughs> him. You saw the spin. You saw the velocity. And there's a couple reasons why I definitely want to see him getting strong consideration for the Dodgers postseason roster is that type of electricity, that kind of stuff plays up in the postseason. And we've seen that in the past. When you got that changeup fastball combination, when you can locate it the way he can, he was working down the zone with that changeup. I think when you consider the sustained success that he's had at the minor league level, I mean, it's absolutely jaw-dropping from double-A to triple-A, 145 strikeouts, 145 strikeouts, 41 walks, and 88 in the third innings pitch. His 39% strikeout rate and 28% strikeout minus walk rate is tops in all of minor league baseball. So that's not just your, okay, Johnny-come-lately rando down the mighty level. That is elite. That is great stuff. So that's the first thing. Electric stuff, that will play up. The second thing, he's a secret weapon candidate, right? Opposing hitters, there's oh, no familiarity the with him. Already. Right? You can see a thumbnail? I Dodgers secret weapon. But I'm not going to say he's going to be the next K-Rod. I'm not going to say he's going to be the next K-Rod, but there the are some I'm parallels. The and the parallels yeah. are, he's at double-A, goes to triple-A. K-Rod, of course, he was 20 years old, so significantly younger, but K-Rod was electric. Youngest guy to ever get a win, had five wins out of the pen, 28 strikeouts, and 70 batters he's faced. And that Angels bullpen was absurd. And I think that Kyle Hurt is someone that should definitely, definitely deserve some <clears throat> consideration. I mean, you look at him and the fact that he has the perfect name for a Dodgers pitcher because he's always hurt. So I look at this guy and what he can bring to the table, Clint. I definitely think that some, the eye test is the feel of the eye test. There was an eye test there. That that was a man that was, uh, that was hungry and not the way Lance Lynn is. And, hey, that's a fat guy making a fat joke for you. So it's not racist. <laughs> but that was a guy who really wanted to show. You just I can't stop color. looking at the color. Yeah, yours is a little more like aqua. 
Yeah, they're not the same color at all. For I mean, for both of us to be like in, in a shade this, of blue, <laughs> in like actually, yeah, I guess, yeah. Honestly, you? it kind of looks <laughs> like you? like with the middle comments, it kind of looks like you guys are like yeah. forming into like this. This, is, how dare this, you? this is great. This is great for like the <laughs> audio side of the podcast. We're yeah. wearing like greenish bluish shirts. Yeah, one of them's like listening. aquamarine, and one of them's like Dodger blue. It's fuchsia. I don't know what color that is. Fuchsia is like like pink purple. You would know. I, you would I dabble in colors. Very, what I'm saying is you're very cultured. You like magenta, so. <laughs> don't get, don't I, can get, I can get to the comments even here. Even get me started. No, because I want to talk about Kyle Hurt. I, I, you know, that changeup was filthy. It was disgusting. It, you know, it was nastier than you would say maybe, maybe a Coachella restaurant. Ooh. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's pretty I'm nasty. I'm just saying. It was, it was <laughs> filthy, but... <laughs> But you know, you know awesome. another thing they say in the postseason: if you want the dub, you got to get the punch. And that—that's wow. a dude who he—he <laughs> he also gives the, the the bullpen a lot of optionality because something Dave Roberts, something this this front office loves because he can give you depth. He can give you three, four, five innings if you need out of the bullpen in an emergency. Or he could be a lockdown dude where if they need to go to Bruzdar early, maybe you throw him in the eighth inning in a weaker run of batters. So he is very intriguing. And if you're hitting a point where, you know, looking at the bullpen, Joe Kelly didn't have the greatest of outing. You don't know if he's going to be hurt. You get a guy hurt, you know, uh, he goes to your turn to hurt. I'm just saying. I want this. Put, put your best dudes on the roster. You already are playing at enough of a disadvantage with a, a an injured or not 100%, maybe not even 80% Clayton Kershaw. Uh, you don't have Walker Bueller. You don't have a Julio Urias. You you have a whatever the hell you're going to get out of BP Lance Lynn, depending on what his outing is going to be like. You need some help, and everybody hurts sometimes. That's the last one. That is hey, he's going to leave. He's going to leave batters hurt. with hurt feelings. So I'm going to say. But hey, Clint, no, what I want to say to you is this though: it's Doug McKay, is everybody. for Hit me, that thumbs up. The reason why I'm more like for into this idea is because. I don't want to label this season as a failure. Of course, it's always World Series or bust, World Series or bust, which is ridiculous because the team, no team wins the World Series every year. But I think the more opportunities you give some of these young players just to see what you have, just to see what they have <laughs> on a big stage, to me, I don't think I can label this year as a failure because I think getting Bobby Miller valuable experience. You could get Ryan Pepio experience, Emmett Sheehan, guys like Kyle Hurt, and you could build a core for the future. Just look over in Anaheim, look over in San Diego. I think we know now that you cannot build World Series champions on just purchase talent, on big names. You need a talent on the margins. You need to develop your own talent, mm -hmm. right? You need your own ingredients, right? So that's why I'm very intrigued by this idea. And like, yeah, I just want some excitement. I want to see Kyle Hurt come up and be a big part of this. And I'm telling you, that stuff plays. That's yeah. going to play at this level. And, and in 20, what did they do? They, they yeah, they had Soft their contact. veterans, but they also still had a relatively young uh, Dustin May pitching in any role. They had Tony Gonsolin. We didn't really know much of anything about Bruce Dargratterall, who played such a big role. They were unknown commodities at that point, and it helped them uh, to, it's to win. It's to their advantage, for it sure. It really is. No, what's going on in the chat there, Chief? Well, By the way, hold on. I, I got I to gotta point out. Doug here said that uh, you know teams don't win the World Series every year. Listen, in, in my MVP baseball 2004 um, run of dominance, 10 World Series in a row. I'm just saying. Damn. That's a dynasty. That's a, That's dynasty. That's a dynasty. That's a dynasty. That's a dynasty. A dynasty? Yeah, Pablo Sanchez from Backyard Baseball, maybe, but I don't have know. You, have you ever mentioned him no, before? I made I made my own guy. I had a pitcher. Uh, 
Actually, I had I had, I had an outfielder and I had a pitcher. There was, uh, there, was uh, there was Bill Ball and there was John Ball. That's his brother. The Ball brothers. Yeah, the Ball brothers. They're OG Ball brothers. No Ball in the family. Yeah, we got a lot going on here. We're going to start back. with Brandon Garibay said Kyle Hurt needs to come back, and then again he said bring Kyle Hurt back. So Brandon's big on Kyle Hurt. It can't I hurt. Brandon. It can't hurt. Come on, man. Just read. I was I was going to read. I was going to talk behind. Okay, now I'm on a, an island over here. I.E. Doyer said, Hurt is our future closer market. We got a few comments about the hat. Anthony Keene said, D-Mac, that hat is fire. That is a good hat. Where'd you get the black one? Wait a minute. Matthew Matayag said, yo, yeah, D-Mac, how do we cop the cap? Well, the the unfortunate thing. Okay, good. You're using the right logo. So I'll keep you guys up. I'll keep you updated. But unfortunately, we can't suck as Dodgers, right? It have to be a DN version. But... You know, giveaways. We'll see what's up. We'll figure something we'll out. Give yeah. them away in exchange for pretty money. clean, though. Pretty clean. <laughs> uh, we got another comment from Anthony Keene said, call me crazy, but I think the rookie thing is going to work out for us. Familiarity is yeah, a crazy hitter's Keen. best friend, and no one's going to be familiar with our rotation. Hey, it's Thank fair. You. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, Kyle Hurt comes up and just mops down, like I said, three future Hall K-Rod of Famers. K-Rod 2.0, baby. Yeah, we got that, that one. Phrase, mops down? Mop down. Like you just mm-hmm. mop them down. All right, then we got Jason Diamond. I know mo- you, you would mow somebody. Well, I like, I like to mop. You know, I'm a, I like mop to keep things clean. Mop up is the guy who's... I'm just, I'm just, mop up is like Noah's Jason Diamond, Diamond bench, said, Jay. everybody <laughs> hit the like button. Okay, all right. Jason Diamond said, everybody hit the like button so DMAC does a shooey. Let's go. And Jason knows what's while up. we're here. Doug Dance. What's that? What's that other song that they play after the Dodgers like score or hit a home run? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh, let's go. I, I don't know, man. I, oh, yeah, that's anybody good. that the knows one. anything. That's I, like I, I don't go to games. So. She played the Macarena. You, you or still hear the games, right? <laughs> I'm kind of working. Anyways, too let's hard. hear the super chat and then Michael like, Carrillo. Chances we sign Jung Hoo Lee or Yoshi Yamamoto. Sorry, what's that? What's their names? Chances we sign Jung Hoo oh. Lee and Yoshi. I thought his name was. I, I think I thought Yamamoto. Yeah, I thought one. He has a different name. Yeah, I don't think it's sure. Yoshi. I I've I, honestly not paid that much attention to the inna- international market. Uh, it's Yoshinobu names yet. Yoshinobu is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, so Yoshi's a nickname. All right, we're yeah. good with Yoshi. Michael, we're good with Yoshi. Okay. Uh, Doug. I mean, it could be posted. Of course, the Dodgers are a team that's always in the mix, and they theoretically need pitching, especially with Julio Arias gone. Clayton Kershaw could retire. Shohei Otani. He's going to be out next year from pitching. So, yeah, it's all possible. But I haven't really heard too much as far as the likelihood of that happening. But it's the Dodgers, man. If they like what they see, if they like what they see, they definitely will be all about him. I love him. I mean, he's definitely you guys know how we love our our Japanese, our international pitchers. And he's been phenomenal for years now. So be very interesting. I think if they want to go that direction, I mean, Blake Snell. There's a lot of guys that are going to be free agents, and you could also consider pursuing that trade market next season. But, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Kodai Senga, of course, he last re-signed with the Mets on that $75 million deal. It does feel like it is time that we get one of those international signings. So, yeah, at the moment, it'll be very interesting. But I, my gut doesn't say too much right now, to be honest. Yeah, that, by the way, that was Michael Carrillo, $2. Thank you very much Thank for you, the Michael. super chat. Cool. Um, and then really quickly, Jack Fidel said, if you want the dub, you got to listen to Clint and Doug. Listening in from Hornitos, California. Hornitos. Hornitos shot taker of the day. Thank you. It was Jack? Oh, wrong one. He said it was Jack. There it is. He said it was Jack. That was Jack Fidel. Jack Fidel, Jack number one Fidel. in our hearts, just like Hornitos. Drink fresh, drink Hornitos, drink responsibly. Doug, it's your favorite, right? We're over here 
sipping it on. Someone uh, told me I was drinking can hornitos. Yeah, this is uh, apple juice. That isn't a about? can. This is, you know what? I this is the first time having the watermelon one. It's actually pretty good. Get these at your uh, local supplier. That one's real. Speaking of local suppliers, Lorenzo Gaddis, four ninety nine. Lozo. This one's topical. Oh. He said, "Remember when I went off on getting Max shirts before the trade line? Because we already he already <laughs> quit on us once. So glad we didn't get him." <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. Thank you for the super chat. Four ninety nine, by the way. Thank you very much, Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Um, I don't have very much to say. I was I had a tweet ready to fire off, but I'm just I'm so like like turned off on Twitter and having anything that's borderline incendiary because some people will be like, oh, he did pitch in September. Oh, yeah, but it, like, <laughs> it kills the point of the joke is that, you know, what better name a more iconic duo than um, Max Scherzer quitting on his team's oh. late season. I would even say it here, you know. Yeah. People, people don't watch this. Oh crap! It says we have a bunch of people on here. Oh, oh. <laughs> you want to yeah. say anything? I mean, look. About I mean, Max Scherzer. He's someone that I'll just be flat out honest with. I mentioned as a potential name the Dodgers could pursue. You would hope that the Dodgers got him. They would have done a better job finding a way to keep him on the mound. There's always that. And look, the reality is, anytime you got some of these aging pitchers, especially ones that want to throw high velocity, this is something that does happen. See more questions about Yamamoto. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's a good example. You want to go younger, right? And like that's why Andrew Friedman was scouting a pitcher like Yomamoto. So I think when it comes to these older guys, really the recipe is you got to get them with very you very few years left on their contract. And yeah, Scherzer, he does feel like someone that uh, is a very difficult, tough cookie to kind of deal with in your organization. And I think that if you want to look at the Dodgers this season as dodging a bullet by potentially bringing him in, there you go. So you can feel good about that. My other thought immediately was, whoo, dodge that one. Woo. That, was, that, was <laughs> yeah. that was the first <laughs> thing I had. <laughs> uh, by the way, you're getting called out from Michael Carrillo. So, Doug, you didn't talk about Jung-Hoo Lee. Yeah, I mean, the same situation. I think that, look, the reality is the Dodgers are in the, the market Dodgers for pitching. The Dodgers are the market for pitching. And they're going to... <laughs> Find a way to solidify this rotation. If you look at next season, I think it's already pretty clear who's going to be at the front of that rotation with Bobby Miller, with a Walker Bueller, and then we kind of go from there. I think there's a lot of young talent in this organization that I think that when it comes to paying a premium, as far as aside from the contract goes, I mean, you're looking at possibly bringing in guys that are expensive, and then you have a lot of talent coming up the pipeline. So, yeah, I think one of those guys, you're going to see the Dodgers link to all of them. That's always the case. Will they like them enough to want to outbid and really be aggressive. I mean, that's the thing. And they also have to consider the fact that the Dodgers as an organization, they're always going to be an attractive location for international pitchers. We've seen I me mean, all the way from Nomo to Chanho. I mean, the list goes on and on for their rich history. So I, like I said, I definitely want to see one of those guys in Dodger blue. I would love to see them both just selfishly, but we'll see what transpires. But the reality is the Dodgers have scouted them. Andrew Freeman. I remember before the world baseball classic that, uh, Friedman was in attendance for Yoshi. So, yeah, I think they're going to do their due diligence. If they like what they see, there's mutual interest there. It could happen. But what you do need to know is that this rotation next year, especially after what happened with Julio Urias and the fact that he wasn't going to be back in the first place, Otani not being available, it's going to look very different. And they're going to want some frontline guys because you still have Mookie and you'll still have Freddie. So I don't think that this team is going to take their foot off the gas when it comes to acquiring starting pitchers. So another big reason to watch the postseason to see what we have in the Bobby Millers of the world. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 
136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Important update as well. I.E. Doyer helps me out. Thank you. With the song they play, it's a forearm shiver. You can hear it in the words. Four. People are saying it's from SpongeBob. I, I, well, this apparently is, a, is an original version that is uh, Autumn Thunder for uh, somebody, Sam Spence. Yeah, it's that NFL song, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like that one. So I want that to be the new well, Super Chat. Well, everyone was saying moment. it was from SpongeBob. Also. You guys want that to be the new Super Chat? Hey, we're. we're you know, we can't we're do that. In, we can't we're, do that. We're going to get. Yeah, you trying little, to get this DMCA yeah. right now? You trying to get Lars Ulrich this in here to like, literally yeah. break our. More like DMAC. Oh! <laughs> is Mash that thumbs up button so he can do a shoey <laughs> and uh, et cetera. Finally, real quick, as we. Uh, it's clearly an off day Thursday show because we're just uh, over here we're dicking just around. Vibing. Wait, how do I do that? Yeah, we're like just Cody would be ready. Say it again. I like the show. Dicking around. <laughs> Come on, man. You didn't say the whole thing. We are just over here <laughs> around. Thank cool. you. Listen, he's new. He's new to buttons. He doesn't understand technology. He has a person that does it all for <laughs> right. it. Walker Bueller uh, speaks for the first time. I mean, not literally, not the first time. I'm sure he's first words. A lot. Uh, <laughs> since they shut him down or since it was decided to shut him down, but he Kira. spoke with reporters for the first time since being shut down and kind of talking about the reasons why. And yeah, the, the illusion, illusion was there that, uh, which is not a word by the way. Yeah. The bounce back wasn't that great. And that was enough to be like, look, it, we tried, you, you did your best, you know, good job, buddy, but we'll see you in February. Um, the right call. That's the right call for Bueller. We already talked about that, but I know you had a couple more thoughts uh, on on Bueller and just what he said. Um, and yeah, you know, Doug's brain. Here's one thing: it becomes about six or seven different things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, it's frightening. Really, it's it really was really terrifying. interesting to hear Walker Bueller's comments because we had both talked about that. We both said that it probably wasn't a setback; it was the bounce back. It was the recovery time. And you're talking about a postseason start is very different from a spring training start and a regular season start. And the fact that he would take up that roster spot and require that additional recovery time. He mentioned that as one of the reasons why he didn't return. So the fact that he was even flirting with a return, when you consider the recovery time 13 months after having that Tommy John surgery, it was already an impressive feat. But I like what he said when he was asked if he felt good enough to help this team out of the bullpen. He said, have you seen my numbers as a reliever? I don't think that's something that I really can do at this level that guys that can do that we have. So I think that was very interesting. So he has an 1132 ERA out of the pen, by the way. But I think Walker yeah, Buehler in general is 2017, by the way, in a great place. And I think that he's going to be fine. And I think that something that I want to see the Dodgers consider this offseason is possibly trying to get an extension done. I think that an extension with Walker Buehler this offseason, you might want to consider that the club they could buy out a year free agency. They could agree to not give him a qualifying offer when he does reach free agency, and they can offer him a player option in 2026. So that's what I want to see. Player option 2026, that gives Bueller some protection, like if he has a Dustin May type of injury, right? So you give him an extension, give him the opt-out, mm -hmm. give him an option. I think yeah, that I think, that's something that could be a possibility. And I yeah, think the opt-out definitely makes it attractive for both sides. It makes a ton of sense. <clears throat> and I think that there's no doubt about it. I have zero doubts that I think, one, he's going to come back and he's going to be better than ever. I think that you look at this stage of his career, he's still young enough. Look at Nathan Eovaldi. He came back and he helped that Red Sox team took in 2018. Took him a while. There's no doubt about that. But from a velocity and stuff standpoint, he did return to form. He signed two more pretty nice deals. It's not 
like his career was over. And also, I want to bring up John Smoltz. So John Smoltz, it was later in his career, right? But John Smoltz, he came back. He had Tommy John surgery. And then he had his first full season as a closer in 2002. Led the yeah. league with 55 saves. And then he transitioned back, back to being a starter. So I think it's all possible. I think... You're only, uh, what, 250, 250 player in baseball history right there, I think. I think it's 250. I don't remember. Yeah, first, I mean, first guy uh, to get Tommy John and make it to the Hall of Fame, right? So there are guys that have had, that have had success. I mean, look at Verlander, of course, uh, one-time Tommy, Tommy John, but that's later in his career. He wins a Cy Young. Daniel Hudson, he had the procedure twice in just a span of two years. He comes back, makes it out of the bullpen. But Nathan Eovaldi is the one name that he said Walker Buehler has reached out to him. He's communicated with him and that he's kind of focused on as far as kind of inspiration. But Jamison Tyone, you got remember yeah. Chris Capuano, right? Old friend. So back in the day. So there has been plenty of examples of these pitchers coming back, especially with the modern medicine and Dr. Neil Elitrox, the best in the business, to return to form and be the ace. And I think, one, Walker Buehler is going to be the Dodgers opening day starter. And I think, two, he's going to have himself a hell of a year and go on to have multiple all-star years even after this. Hey, Tommy John himself, he came back, and more than half of his career was after that original yep. Tommy John surgery. Dr. Frank Job told Tommy John they had a 1 in 100 chance to ever pitch again, and look what happened. So just my initial thoughts is, yeah, feeling good that it was the right decision for the organization and the player, made a ton of sense, but I would explore an extension because I think at some point, Andrew Freeman, it's great to go out there, have the flexibility to go out and get a Mookie Betts and a Freddie Freeman, make deals with the deadline, develop your own talent, and have them go through arbitration and have them walk. But I want to see one of these homegrown Dodgers stay in Dodger blue. That would be interesting. It's been a while. It's, it's been, a, been while. a whole long while. Um, Clayton Kershaw, kind of the last guy Kershaw. who's been that guy. Switch gears. Let's shift gears a little bit here. <laughs> Noah, why don't you tell us yeah. about something exciting going on with our friends over at mojo yeah we got noah cam right here so really quickly oh, noah cam i get oh, it that's actually fun. okay i've been telling you guys about mojo for the last couple episodes and we got a, a nice big update here so i need you to download the mojo app the link is in the description below um code dn2023 will get up to 100 dollars, 100 percent of your deposit match up to 100 dollars. so you put in 100 dollars, you'll get 200 dollars. and there are going to be tons of contests <laughs> going on funny. we're going to have a special dodgers nation contest which you'll see at the top of the screen on like the browse page of the mojo app oh sweet and it's gonna be really cool so you're gonna enter the contest gonna be called mm -hmm. in the green and that means all you have to do is be positive in the contest so just make a, even one cent and you'll win some of the prize so it's gonna be a ten dollar entry so it's gonna be five hundred dollars in the prize and then mojo's gonna match five hundred that's a thousand dollar prize and all wow. you got to do is stay in the green on your bets, and you'll see it's really easy. It's like stocks. You can buy or sell. You can trade as you play, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be playing. We're going to have kind of Dodgers Nation picks, which are our favorite picks, but you want to choose what you like. It's all going to be player prop bets, anything like that. So highly recommend downloading Mojo, code DN2023 when you deposit $100. Join the contest, and we're going to be doing our own type of contest on the shows too, where you know, maybe we'll do giveaways for the people who win, so make sure you get your username and kind of are joining in the fun on the Blue Heaven podcast because we're going to be giving away our own stuff on top of what Mojo's giving away. So we highly recommend you download it, play around with it a little bit. This contest is going to run tomorrow. So a Friday, Friday. September 15th contest. You'll oh. see Dodgers Nation contest on the Mojo app. So easy. There's Simple. no reason to not do it. Again, download, no click the link in the uh, the description of this video. That's the best way to do it. And use that code, DN2023, 
And you can join us. You can join Noah. He's our he's our our resident Mojo expert. Our Mojo expert. Mojo. Mojo's fun. I mean, Mojo expert. Is that Mojo expert? Mojo. Yeah. I don't like that. No, it's yeah. great. I well, love we'll, it. But Mojo's a lot of fun. It. It's it's like if you like stonks and you like stonks baseball or sports, this is the best of both worlds, and it's cool because you can like buy or sell in the middle of. Are you selling? I'm not. I'm buying. If anything. <laughs> this guy's speaking of buying. selling. Oh! Don't worry, I got this. You win. <laughs> There goes the DMAC, the DMAC. Damn it. Damn it. John YouTube is coming after me now. (laughs) We got two super chats. First one's from Grumpy45Dino. Honestly, a fair question. He said, with Julio gone, are we done with the City Connects? I messed up here. Honestly, it's a fair question. I don't don't know. Hey, his his final start, they didn't (laughs) do the City Connects. They didn't do it for that one. But it also got pretty absurd how every time. Every start. He liked it. He liked it. But no, I mean, I think that's a a Nike thing, an MLB thing, and they do sell a good amount. I was actually at the Clubhouse store. I don't know a few months ago, and I asked him like, "Do these sell well?" And like, yeah, I mean, these sell. People really go out there. Yeah, and buy the twenty three update was yeah. a lot better. I yeah. like that one. When did those start? Was it last year or twenty one? I think so. 20, I mean, twenty two. The people. It was, 20, it was last year. All right, the people no, in no. the chat are smarter than us. They'll. Uh, yeah, one of you guys tell. Yeah, them. they'll figure it. Anthony Keen. Yeah, oh wait, no, wait, it wasn't I, I, Keen. I, more, I was gonna say Jason SC. Diamond is saying, "Doug, just do a shoey already." No, we didn't hit. We're not the criteria. The criteria. What do we need? It's like Isaiah Thomas didn't meet the criteria. We both made that show. Uh, yeah, Synergy. El Pepe de Pepe. Oh, oh Pepe de Pepe's. That's what I call it. Yeah, I like that more. I'll be honest, <laughs> I don't get this one. $2. What position did Bruce Wayne play Bat Boy? How oh do you not my get gosh. that? I don't know. How do you not? Because, you know, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Wow. Oh, that's funny. Hey, wait. How, do, <laughs> how does Bat Boy become a Batman? He has a bat mitzvah. Actually, it would be a bar mitzvah for a boy, so... I mean, I thought about it in the spot. Can I leave? Did you actually just think about that can on I the just, spot? Can I just oh, that's leave? actually pretty impressive. I mean, he did not. He did not. Yeah, that, is, that, is a, that is like an old bad joke. Yeah, you've never, definitely been workshopping on, that one. He's selling right now. That's yeah, what's you're going capping, on. you're wilding, you're selling. You know, it's been, it feels like it's been a while <laughs> since we've done like an off-day show, and we haven't really gone and had an off-the-rails. It's been very straight, you know, shooter shows. This is pretty straight. Is it? It's pretty on track. Stay silent. It'll make it very uncomfortable. Uh, anyways, appreciate the super chats. Bat boy. It's good. That's a good joke. I like I love that. That's good stuff. I like that. That's yeah, good. He had to get a job. That was actually funny. Now that know, I get it. You know what happens when you got to get a job because parent murder. Oh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why did you say that? That's some dark night humor. You'd... Oh, that's actually. Okay, let's, let's get back All right, on the let's, Dodgers. Uh, what are we talking about? We talk, oh, the Dodgers? You want to talk about Dodgers? Let's talk about uh, um, five questions we have as we get into 17 games left. So we got two weeks and a couple pennies left before October time. Well, even though the game, the you know, series season finale is in October, it's October 1st. What are, what are your five, uh, what are our five questions we got to really figure out for this team? I, I feel like they're obvious, but maybe some aren't as obvious. Yeah, so the division's wrapped up. This team's winning that. We understand that. But at this point, there are five big questions, I think, that we need answered before the postseason begins. And the first one, this one's massive. This one's huge. And it's the health of Clayton Edward Kershaw. We know he's been dealing with the shoulder issue all year. The velocity was down to 88 miles per hour in his last start. That was the lowest since 2018. Back in 2018, that was followed by an IL stint with a back injury. They keep pushing his start back. Dave keeps saying, 
saying that it's to line his the darts schedule. up with yeah. the postseason. Which, if you look at it, does make there's sense. There's some smoke to yeah. me on that I, one. Yeah, there, that does make sense. But I mean, I do think it'd be nice if Dave Roberts learned these two valuable words. Just no comment. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of awesome at some point. But yeah, you look at the remainder of the schedule. Yeah, he's Dave, probably gonna Dave, make Dave's kind of the end. Oh, oh, I got this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got let me just, this. Uh, let me help you out some here. Word, word, uh, vomit right there. That would also kind of be Mac. Also, if we're gonna be honest. What? No. I feel like you would do that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for sure. You're just kind of word vomit. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. But I mean, look at the remaining schedule. You have three starts button. Mariners, Giants, and the Rockies. That would, the Dodgers, they would host game one of the NLDS October 7th. So I think that right now, with the way Bobby Miller keeps trending, you got Ryan Pepio. I mean, I don't see him as a, a game one starter or anything like that. That, hey, we're going to see if Clayton Kershaw is ready to go. And if he is able to get on the mound, what Clayton Kershaw are we going to see? So that, to me, is really the number one thing I'm looking for in the last couple weeks of the year is when Kirsch is back on that mound, how does he look? How's the velocity look? How is the command? Do you have the bite on the slide? Do you have the Uncle Charlie? Is he laboring out there? How's he bouncing back after starts? Because look, we could be looking at a situation where if Kershaw is unable to go. You basically got Lance Lynn and a bunch of rookies, right? Yeah. So they need Kershaw more than they ever did for them to really have a chance in this postseason. And I think that is absolutely pivotal. It's the million dollar question right now for the Dodgers is the health of Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, you need to have Kershaw. You need to have that veteran starter, one more veteran starter, because they have enough pitching when it comes to the rookies, when it comes to the bullpen, to to make it through the NLDS. I, I don't have any doubt in their ability to get through the NLDS this time through. Last year, you know, they ran into a buzzsaw that uh, they started, but um, even without somebody like a Kyle Hurd or whatever, they they can get through that. But when you when you don't have Kershaw into the NLCS, then you're going to start having some trouble. And we saw that in 21 without uh, a healthy Walker and without uh, um, a healthy an, or available Max Scherzer. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, it seems like you get close to the finish and line Kershaw. and something happens and with the pitching. And look, 2020 pitched well in the World Series, didn't pitch well in the NLCS. 2021, there was that scene against the Brewers where he's walking off the mound, holding the ball, and the entire Dodgers universe thought that that was symbolic of him ending his career. Can't he didn't pitch in that, that series. So you look at last season, right? I mean, he didn't really pitch that great in game two of the NLDS, gave three runs. In five innings, gave that home run to Manny Machado. So you need him to not only pitch well early, but to really carry throughout. They're going to have to ride him. And is his body ready to do that at this point? I, like I said, I want vintage Kirsch, not vintage arm Kirsch at this stage of his career. I'm kind of getting some, some Chet Stedman Rookie of the Year vibes, just like kind of grabbing that arm, grimacing, trying to make one more pitch. So I'm a little concerned. Also, this is this is for my old lady. Don't we can't call him vintage Kirsch anymore. Let's call him Kirsch Classic. Kirsch Classic. There uh, we go. Uh, uh, there you go. He's a Kirsch. He's a classic car. He's a classic car. Kirsch Classic. She calls him like classic that. Kirsch, but uh, or Kershaw, but I fixed it. I made it a little more like uh, you know old school. That's that old. Kirsch Classic. Yeah. So that's going to be the big. Yeah, you got to have Kirsch. Next one, the Dodgers rotation for the NLDS because you're not going to need a four starter until the NLCS. But will they truly? Give that ball to Bobby Miller. I think everyone's yes. talking about it right now. Yes. 
Will they do it? And that's yes. kind of the big question. I think it's absolutely... They're lining up the starters for it, right? That's allegedly what's going on with Kershaw being pushed back multiple times. Yeah, all signs are pointing to that right now based on how the current rotation is lined up. But really, outside of Bobby Miller, you got Lance Lynn. If it's against the Braves and it's Lance Lynn, I don't want to see him in the same zip code as that pitcher's mound, right? <laughs> I want to see him 100 feet away from that pitcher's mound at the very least when you look at how well they can slug. But I think it's going to be the really the big question. Is Bobby Miller going to be that ace? Is Bobby going to be him? He's going to be the guy that we've seen continue to emerge this season. Because, look, he's been outstanding, and he's also learned. He's taken his lumps. He's licked his wounds when he's had bad starts. But I think the most impressive thing that I've seen from Bobby Miller of late is he's learning how to get it done when he doesn't have his best yeah. stuff. And yeah. that, to me, is something that pitchers, it sometimes takes years for them to learn. We've seen Clayton Kershaw do that. When you don't have your A game, can you still be effective? And that is really the art, the art of how to get it done when you don't have your best stuff. And if you look at... How DB's gone, he's completed at least six innings in each of his last six starts, seven innings in each of his last two starts. So they're building him up, they're ramping him up. But Clint, he's throwing, look at the innings count. I mean, you're talking about there. uncharted waters. So you look at throwing 101 and two-thirds innings with a 398 ERA. Last nine starts, a 359 ERA. He's held opponents to hitting 227 in that stretch. But that's going to be the big question. Can he sustain? Will he hit a wall? Can he be a Fernando Valenzuela like starting pitcher for the Dodgers like we saw in 1981. Yeah, he's not going to be a, a Fernando. He's not going to be a Walker Bueller. I and I hope people don't put that pressure on him. The the comp and it's a very it's a poor, it's a loose comp, but it's as far back as my brain can go right now. My comp is somebody like a John Lackey. Because Lackey had that in 2002 with the Angels. He had a, a good run with the big league team. I think he started like 18 20 games in the regular season. Where, where the difference happens early is that that rotation, Mike Sosier didn't rely on, on Lackey early in the postseason, but of course he made his mark starting game seven of the World Series against the Giants. And and he did, you know, he did as well as he could in that game. I think he, uh, I forgot exactly what it is, but essentially made him a very young legend at 21 or whatever it was. That kind of, if you can get something like that out of Bobby, but you're going to have to have him starting big games. He's going to have to be a, a 2018 Walker Bueller and a John Lackey all at the same time uh, for this team to have success. So is it a lot for him? Very, very much. But like you mentioned, you've seen him kind of roll with the punches. He's learned on the job. He hasn't been exceptional, especially, you know, second half going through teams the second time, but he's been good enough to just get get us through four, five, six innings. This is a, this is a better offense dude, to kind of blow the load a little bit early on one of the other questions or, uh, that we have is like, is this offense going to be able to manage the postseason better um, than last season? And then yeah, this this is an offense that I think can fire uh, much better than they did last year. But it's just going to need you need a pitcher to keep you in the game. You can't go into a seven run deficit in the seventh inning or in the fourth inning, I should say. Keep it a game. Just keep it a ball game. Nice four and a half ERA in the postseason. You're going to have some some, uh, some success.
Yeah, no, you can't expect. I mean, what Fernando Valenzuela did was insane. 40 and two-thirds innings in 1981 at 221 ERA. That was the record for a rookie pitcher. But we've seen in the history of this organization, young pitchers come up and have success. I mean, look at Walker Buehler in recent memory. How about you go all the way back to 1959, Larry Sherry for the Dodgers. He Sherry, won World Series one. MVP, 12 and two-thirds so innings. The big bucks. And he just allowed one run. So the history is there, and it tells me. I think Bobby Miller is ready for this. By the way, at the event today, that was it was a tequila event. It was a great event with Adrian it Gonzalez, was Jim Beam, Jim Beam, and it uh, was a Hornita. Event. This Hornita is pretty strong. It's a who double? Yeah. It's a double shot of Hornitos in here, but five percent, five percent. I'm a little buzzed. He's Sorry, soft. he's soft. But yeah, I mean, I mean, this is apple juice. You're not going to see them ride. A Bobby Miller like a Let's Fernando ride. Valenzuela, right? I mean, no, nobody. But knows I that. asked, I asked Adrian Gonzalez today. I said, okay, Adrian Gonzalez, fill in the blank. Dodgers All Star, Dodgers legend, fill in the blank. The Dodgers will win the World Series if. if. And his response he was, he looked you in the eye. He looked me dead in the eye. He said, if Bobby Miller Tears. pitches like an ace, if Bobby Miller Fire, steps honestly. up and bees that, and is Hit that guy, is that him? Wait, say it again. If Bobby Miller is a good pitcher of baseballs, dang it, didn't stick the lamp. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, another thing. So that's going to be huge. It's going to be key. They're going to need, it's going to be a little bit of baptism by fire. But I think if there's one guy that's built for it, it is Bobby Miller. We look at this stuff. We look at the way he can navigate lineups now. I think that's something we've learned too, is he's learning how to navigate his way through lineups. And I think that he's shown a lot of improvement. He's continued to grow. He's been a sponge. He's learning from Lance Lane. He's learning from Clayton Kershaw. And I think that the way everything's kind of broken for him, you talk about a John Lackey, a lot of times when it's a rookie pitcher having success is out of necessity. And it's about guys stepping up when other guys are injured and you kind of filling those shoes in. Yeah, another interesting thing about Bob Miller, too, is the road ERA at 322, the home ERA at 473. So we saw him have success on the road against the Braves. Do you maybe feel more comfortable with a Lance Lynn at home, right? And then you use Bobby Miller on the road. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm for. I've heard some other shows say, oh, you got to have a rookie and he's at home. No. Okay, if you think you're good, <laughs> if you think you're good and you believe in this guy, it shouldn't matter if it's the it gray should. unis or the white or the wedding gown white unis, okay? That's fair. That's fair. I personally Respect. would prefer to have, uh, like, hey, you're good here. You stay here. You know, I like putting people in their buckets where they're good. But, Respect yeah, and again, you know, D-back. different kind of manager. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Now, next wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I quickly? I say, you, can we down down throw you can read every single one. I'm not going to read every be. single one, but I got a few here. Mitchell Hopkins oh. said, I'd give up my hypothetical firstborn child, Thor style, to this have 100% healthy Kershaw. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, facts. A little Thor style. We got Anthony Keen said. I give my born one. Just well, kidding. Why would you? No, no one asked you to say yeah. that. <laughs> there was a little. There's a little demon in Doug's head that asked him to say it. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Keen said, "Lynn gonna go seven shutout innings against the Braves." You heard it here first. Anthony Keen, if that happens, Doug will do a shoey personally dedicated to you because that would be pretty insane if that happened you know people are asking me to do a shoey now. yeah there's, yes. a, lot of, there's a lot of it's coming uh, no. come on Clint. okay if we win a world series okay i will buy some like garbage amazon shoes and it'll be all a lie i'll be like oh look at this shoe i just pulled off of my foot so if, i'm gonna have a tag if on Freddie it Freddie gets a hit this weekend <laughs> okay we got a super chat, guys. Oh, we just want. I already oh, did the. Thing. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Wait, you said I couldn't do it. Only yeah, to yeah. take your but, laptop and play. But with it. I'm different. We're about to get demacked. 
Because the thing is, you'll you'll keep it there for too long, and that's what YouTube's looking okay, for. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Respect. Jose Ayala Ayala. Hurt will put the hurt during October. Uh, I, I see what he did there. Some hurt feelings, that- man. Where's his jersey go? In the hurt locker. Okay. <sighs> Just add this. That was a good comment. We appreciate <laughs> yeah, the super thank you. chat. $2 Who was that? Ayala Ayala. Ayala Ayala. How much Very for much. How, how many like we need a thousand thumbs up for a Mishui? It'll come one day. Honestly, like next year trade deadline. If Ooh. Barnes strikes out. <laughs> no? Okay. At DMAC underscore LA. I saw another one too. I wanted to read, but then it got it got lost somewhere in the mix. So um that that tends to happen. Come, it's good. Appreciate you guys. Is Mojo hanging. like OnlyFans? No. Hang on with us. Gary A says, spoiler alert, Lynn ain't 2002 lackey. That's for sure. Well, he's a lot older. Lynn is like 2002. No, wait, Mark Apier had a pretty good postseason, I think, that year. Yeah. Who's the guy who didn't have a hand? It was Apier, right? No, yeah, it was yeah. Kevin Apier. Kevin Apier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Jim Abbott? That's the Jim hand. Abbott. Jim Abbott. Switcheroo. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, you know that guy? He didn't have a hand. Great he had book. one hand. Great biography. Shoeless Joe Jackson. No, he had shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was his whole thing. This other guy didn't. He had one hand, and he pitched a no hitter. That's really impressive. Yeah, should uh, should do a video about that. Yeah, What's yeah. going on, Dodgers Nation. Douglas McCain. Something here. you should do a video about. A lot of questions going on. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but there's a lot of Mike Trout questions, like what would a trade package look like? Blah blah blah. That's a good point. I think, that, I think that, that could be a, a fun be. video. And if, if you guys want to see DMac do one of those videos, yeah. Look, I mean, drop I it can in the just comments, tell say, you. I mean, I just no, 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 no. that's not what we do here. Okay. Yeah. That's not what we do okay. here. We're, we look, want to look out for that. Been looking for that. Been looking for that. Look out for that. Call them in. If you guys want it, then comment. Say we want that Mike Trout video or something along those lines, and then DMac. Never say never. That's all I'm saying. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. And the block. So next big question, Clint. Perfect. Hey, best transition we've had. Who fills up this bullpen? I think right now. It's intriguing. It's tantalizing with some of this young talent like Kyle Hurt. Yeah. But kind of do they go with the Bulls? Do they go with the young caps? Or do you go with a combination of both? And I think that's, at the end of the day, what they do. I think you look at some of the arms on the fringes. They don't have a, a lefty that you could say, okay, it's a lights-out lefty yeah, that we trust. Okay. I mean, V-Gone, that's not happening, right? Ferguson, he's had his ups and downs. Alex Vestia, he was impressive this series. He's looked a lot better of late last year. Didn't have his best moment in the postseason. Gave that hit to Cronenworth. Think it should have gone yeah. with the hard stuff. But those are the kind of names on the fridges. And then Emmett Shin, what kind of role will he have? Ryan Brazier, of course. Those are yeah. that's the trust tree. Kind of the trust tree. You got Evan Phillips, Phillips Bruce Dark Gratterall, Joe Kelly, Shelby Miller. By the way, Shelby Miller. I think one thing you know about Shelby Miller. Are un- so underrated. So underrated. Just has this uncanny ability to get hitters to just freeze and look at strikes. I love that about him. And also, too, if you look at his splits, they're balanced. I mean, right are yeah. hitting 108, lefties are hitting 130. So I don't think this is a situation where you say, okay, we need that lefty to match up with lefties. I think that the way I would assemble this bullpen is saying, okay, where are the arms with the upside? Give me the upside arms. And I think Kyle Hurt can make things interesting. Yancy Almonte, he hasn't been in a good situation here with the injuries. Did he's you see not, enough from him? I don't think so either. No, he's not going to be I anywhere agree. near an option. He hasn't earned being an option at this point. I agree. So I think kind of the narrative, kind of the the storyline here is you got vets, but I think it's going to be a lot of young guys. I think a lot of the young – I really do th- – I really hope at this point, like I said, this year, I don't want to say it feels like they're playing with house money, but if the Dodgers lose this year, I don't think anyone's going to say, oh, this team is a bust and this and that. No, sure, the no. fans are going to say it's World Series or bust. We understand that. But 
look at this opening day rotation. Julio gone. gone. Dustin May. Gone. Tony Gonsolin. I mean, gone. Kershaw gone. hanging on by a thread. Kershaw. Right? Kershaw. Michael Grove. So gone. Michael Grove. He was in the yeah, where's rotation. Grove, by the way? He was in the opening day rotation. So Grove was supposed He's to be the back over the weekend. And they're just ha- I haven't seen anything from Dave. I'm just. I, I saw, I he, he did just a rehab ignore. start. He did a rehab start. I think on September third. A, a, re, uh, a rehab, rehab appearance. Out, a rehab, yeah, that appearance. Was, I think that, that was, was a last, while ago. That was the last I heard of about him. So, so nobody's so. brought up. Uh, so get those milk boxes ready. And uh, <laughs> because he know. was somebody that was that was kind of uh, he was looking, as a reliever. Yeah, he was looking like yeah. a really really strong option to be a reliever that could maybe give you two three innings if needed. Like did Kyle hurt leapfrog? Uh, Grove there in in the uh, bottom of the or early whatever front of the rota- front of the bullpen trust tree I guess is what you want to go to eventually they're like on there. the door yeah exactly a lot I mean, of words kind of the doorstep right they're kind of just hanging out out in the front yard they're not but in yeah the, this is tr- this is a house. much better bullpen in my opinion than last year because there are guys in roles you 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 weren't we're not still waiting to see when they're gonna punt on on Craig Kimbrell and all that. <laughs> You have a guy who understands the closer role in Evan Phillips, and you have some other guys with, like you mentioned, Shelby Miller. To have him being that eighth inning guy, he's an X-factor guy because you can throw him anywhere against anybody, anytime, bases loaded, and I feel better with him than somebody like Bruce Dar, who relies so much on pitch to contact. And let's be honest, there are some spots in the infield defense particularly maybe at the hot corner side of things yeah. where if there is a play on the infield, it's not going to get made. <laughs> no, it might not get made. No, a hundred percent. Amen. Preach. Because I mean, here's a perfect example for you last year, game two of the NLDS bruised our Gratterall. He's on the mound after Kershaw. And what happens yeah. in that situation? Soft contact to Trey Turner. He doesn't make the play. It was a Will Myers ground bar. We've seen that happen already so many times just yeah. in the second half of the season for yeah. Bruzdar. Yeah. The ERA is good. The ERA is good, but he's not having to throw a lot of, yeah, yeah. He's also had to throw a lot of extra pitches because of plays not getting made behind him or either by his you know own we'll say wild defense but he you know he's an infield defender on on his own right so maybe you shift the you know uh, Rojas a little over to the to his right a little bit to help cover some some ground at third he made but a, that, he that made a great me. play at third yesterday Rojas did he really did he was too? playing third at the end of the game he made a sick play He's absolutely outstanding. He's a pleasure was, to watch. There are, time, there are times when to add in, and then there are those. <laughs> but you're right, though. I mean, look, if, if you look at Bruce Dar's numbers. Sorry, I was just wrecking uh, Noah. No, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I anytime it. you can wreck Noah. I'm All right. Sure. Okay. But, All right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you look at I mean, the strikeout numbers are even really? more down for Bruce Dar grad all this year. But, I mean, the, the results, though, I mean, I don't think anyone's talking enough about the year that he's really had. I mean. He dropped that ERA from a 3.26 ERA to a 1.34 ERA. The expected ERA this year, though, is actually higher. So, of course, you got to look at those predictive stats. I know it gets kind of annoying. It sounds like a broken record when yeah. you bring up that stuff. But that stuff matters in the postseason because you're going to see quality of contact really determine outcomes of games. So, yeah, he's absolutely going to be in the mix. But I kind of want to go back to something you said about Evan Phillips. And yeah. I think one of the silver linings early on this season with the injury to Daniel Hudson, because he was the guy that was earmarked for that role to be that closer. And you're going to use Evan Phillips as the fireman, right? The high leverage guy. Yeah. But he's had an entire year to just to completely sell into that role. We understand Evan Phillips coming out and getting those final three outs. And I think compared to 2020, what happened in game four, 
Canley faltered, right? I mean, you yeah. didn't have a true closer. You had to go to Julio Urias. So yeah. to get back to your point about this bullpen being in a better position, I think that's true. I also think this version of Joe Kelly, one of the biggest X factors, I think Shelby Miller 100% is one, as you mentioned. But Joe Kelly, if he can get to anywhere near 100% or at least just make it through this postseason, he's throwing harder than he ever has. Yeah. He's striking out batters at a higher clip than he ever has. He just needs to stay healthy. And last night, he was the the... Velocity was down one miles per hour, right? It was down a little bit. The command was down a little bit. Gave that hit to Tatis there, and they scored on that. But I think for him, it's just getting back into that postseason mode because we need to see a 2018 Joe Kelly. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of responsibility. I always say he's kind of like that flaky friend, right? <laughs> he says he's going to be there. He doesn't show guy. up because, I mean, I look at 2021, guy. the bicep. He just disappears. So he's a massive, massive yeah, X factor. He's, he's missed a lot of time now. Yeah. He's, the, this was only his, what, fifth game? Since being traded back, he already has a bobblehead and like Mariachi. and all that. It's like we're kind of overdoing the Joe Kelly thing. It's like, oh yeah, he threw up and in, and Fernando Tatis in his first game, you know, was a baby about it or whatever. But like, I can never get enough of Joe Kelly. I just uh, with that I'm one. I'm a little, I'm a little. He's he's not. He's like uh, a few branches down on my trust tree. He, I, be, just which because, is a good thing because that's because still better than a, last year. What do we have yeah. last year? A complete unknown in Blake Trinan. You had. Yancy Almonte, who had no business being there, in my opinion. And then, you know, Vesia was put in a tough situation and being kind of one of the guys that was trusted and had to be driven in, ridden into the ground. And also you had a Tommy Canely, who they were still trying to work back from the who? injuries. <laughs> Tommy Canely. That guy. Um, the Tominator. I feel used. The no, Tominator. No, the Tominator. No, Don't bring that back. No, okay. we're not never bringing that back. You know, you know, actually, Cody told me that's why he left. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's he literally just up. called me. Right? Is that oh, why? Because tears the, in his eyes. The Tominator, but no, look, <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's something Kevin that, Keller, bro. and they used him on back-to-back nights. So <laughs> I think that this bullpen, especially with the influx of the youth, I mean guys like Emmett Sheehan, Kyle Hurt gets an opportunity. I mean we'll see what they do. I think one of the more interesting <clears throat> subplots too is what they do with Ryan Yarbrough, and Ryan Yarbrough is someone that is versatile. He's going to be more of a a Swiss Army knife for this bullpen. He's someone that you can use in piggyback situations. Yeah. I think. Something that I'm really intrigued by is a Ryan Pepio goes out there with the changeups, throwing a little harder, and you mix it up and give a different look with yeah. the Ryan Yarbrough. Now, the margin for error for him isn't as high. If you look at the velocity, it's low, but he misses barrels, he and he can work barrels. out of the zone. He keeps it down, gets some chase. if you want the dub, you got to mitigate the, the slug. slug. So that is a guy that can 100% do that. But I, I do. I do very much like this bullpen, and like it's been all season long, the bullpen's success is going to hinge on the starting rotation because the starting rotation has got to give these guys a little bit of a break. Yeah. At least five innings. At least At five least innings. Five give me innings. four innings. <laughs> from, I think to me, I think anybody it's going to be, Kirsch. it's going to be all hands on deck. I think every game is going to present its own unique set of circumstances. I think they're going to play the matchups. Like I said earlier that you saw starting pitcher innings continue to go down. And the reality is it's a lot of high stress innings yeah. in the postseason. So I definitely think the depth is there and the upside is hundred percent there now. And quickly some love though, because we didn't even mention Ryan Brazier's name. And that's another I, massive X factor for this bullpen. Yeah. Because you have Phillips, you have, Brazier and and uh, and uh, um, uh, Shelby Miller, and then you go down a tier. In my opinion, you go down a tier, and it's still Joe Kelly and Bruce Dar Gratterall. Those five—that's a pretty damn impressive bullpen. 
you just need guys to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, and then beyond that, you have, uh, you know, Caleb Ferguson, Vessia. And Ferguson, let's be fair, probably a, an opener option uh, all 100%. throughout the postseason. For sure. And I think kind of going back to Brazier, he has postseason experience. Which we've already talked about a number of He's pitched in six postseason series, has a sub four ERA. You can't World replicate series that champion. World Series champion. You I like think him, I, so I have put Joe a Kelly a little higher than you, though. I think I have Joe Kelly in that well, first I'm a tier. Joe, I'm telling you, this version of Joe Kelly, it's his peak Joe Kelly as far as how hard he throws, the swing and miss. Of course, 2018 was truly performance-wise, but I think potential-wise, if you're not going to get the Joe Kelly that you thought you were trading for, you need lights out guys, man. You need guys that can really miss do. bats and something and play up. So I think that's going to be big. The now, floor of this bullpen much better, though. Agree 100%. Now, next one really is pretty simple. Do you have anything bullpen first? Yeah, bullpen. Go, go for um, it. Oh, no. Uh, you're I, lying? I, 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 there's a lot of people talking about trying to be in the next Danny Duffy. <laughs> oh, so, I like that. People Albert. aren't happy with trying yeah. in. People like Joe Kelly. Loch Ness Monster, some talk Danny about Duffy. Muncie I see the Muncie. Because you brought up Muncie. No, I mean, Waller I didn't, I didn't, the year. I didn't say names. Max Muncie. I mean. Yeah, uh, we on, got Jeremy499. Super quickly, maybe we need to get Bobby Miller in a City Connect and see how he... <laughs> Want to see how Bobby Miller does in a City Connect jersey? Hey, why not? Yeah. If it ain't, yeah. Hey, you look fire Mexico in that City Connect. Uh, JH, we appreciate the super chat, but not, not, not going to read that one about us. Not going to read it. Hot take, though. I actually like the blue pants better with the City Connect. Don't shoot me. Don't well, shoot the messenger. You prefer the, uh, so, the PJs, yeah. huh? I like that. I like the blue man group vibe. But, uh, so next big question. <laughs> why don't we stay on that topic of Max Muncy? Will is the defense, I think top to bottom, the defense is better this year, especially in the outfield when you got... I think you got the infield with Miguel Rojas, of course, is a massive upgrade to Trey Turner. First base, you got a gold glover in Freddie Freeman. But the third base position with Max Muncy, could he cost this team a game in the postseason? I mean, we saw last yes. year a chopper by Hassan yes. Kim in the NLDS. It hurt them. I mean, Ha-san your answer is yes to that. I think that's going to yes. be very interesting that- to me. He's a DH playing third base right now. He's a second baseman. Um, with the and, restricted and the, shift, though, with, I'm not so sure. Uh, that's fair. Like, I've, uh, Max is in a tough spot because what he's doing, I, I I applaud what he's doing. He's he is playing out of position because it's a and, and he's filling a need for the team and he's doing it well. Um, but you know he's doing it like like a chip softball, uh, well, not championship world championship MLB well. Like it, it's a very much a concern where. You know, if if we if I'm cheating a little bit here and I'm looking ahead at my, you know, my three biggest concerns or whatever it is heading into the, the postseason, it is third base. And I know and it's not for a lack of effort. It's not for a lack of trying because we know he's putting in the work. And at this point, you know, I hope he doesn't listen because I don't want to add to to, you know, putting in, you know, bad thoughts into his head. I do feel bad even talking about it, but we got to talk about the reality of this. Is it an area of concern everywhere else? on the field is going to make an out 10, uh, we'll say 99 times out of 10. But we're, if we're looking at 95 out of 10 or out of 100, you know, you guys know math. I'm great at it. We were doing 95 out of 100. That, you know, those, those five can cost the Dodgers a, a ring. I mean, it's something you have to look at. I mean, we saw in 2020 the, the worst double part is play. There's nothing they can do about it at this point, too. There's nothing. And, I yeah, mean, his offense does help offset that. Because he's he's he is an addition to the, the the lineup, but defense wins championships. 
It does, and it's important. And then, look, we've seen teams in the past in this Dodgers organization that, I mean, as, as far as 2020 goes, I mean, there were a lot of big defensive plays that won them. I mean, Mookie in the right field. I mean, yep. Trey Turner in 2021 costing them, 2022 costing them, right? So Superman JT making JT, the, the, the tag. Superman tag right there. I mean, Chris Taylor back in 2018. There's so many examples. So, I mean, the Cody Bellinger in 2020. I think there's always those defensive plays that you point at during a championship run, and you know where Max once he's lined up i mean the confidence i think it looks shaken at times i think yeah. he understands it's the backhand it's the range glove side towards the line right so i think glove side too i mean kind of really if it's not hit right at him and even then is he gonna ball he's gonna feel it clean i've been saying it's a bar of soap season for him right yeah. it feels like everything's a bar of soap so i think max once a lot of moving pieces too because the throw the throw has gotten wild the, on him at times the throw has gotten wild at times and look the reality me made the best point is that you look at the construction of this lineup, there's just nowhere to put the guy. And you kind of bite your tongue a little bit just because 35 home runs is going to give you 100 RBIs. There's really not that many teams in Major League Baseball that would say, eh, your defense is bad, but we don't want the 35 home runs and 100 yeah. RBIs. Every single team in Major League he, Baseball is signing up for that trade. He's, but a, he's definitely a, a conundrum player for this uh, for this team. Exactly. He's a conundrum player for this team. And I think that for him, as long as he's producing, as long as he's going out there and he's going to, I think that's a big, one of the big keys is this guy going out there and having big hits in the postseason is going to be massive. So uh, I want to get kind of jump a little forward though. Next year, I do think hopefully we see, I hate, I mean, I don't know how I can find a way to get this guy in here, but Miguel Vargas, uh, stop trying to make, maybe it a we do a, really a platoon, really? a platoon next year, Miguel Vargas. He's played 300 okay. games at third he's base. Looking ahead to next year. That's I'm just saying Muncie strong against righties this year though. OPS 692. I mean, against lefties, it's much stronger against righties. So I definitely think moving forward, if you pick up that option, I want to see a little platoon situation, Muncie and Vargas. So, Hey, I'm here for that. But last big question, and if this seems simple, but I think it's a little more nuanced, is is this offense ready to hit? Is this offense going to avoid cold spells more than the one that we saw last season? In my opinion, I think the answer is 100% yes. I think from top to bottom, yes, you have the two-headed monster. You have the MVPs at the top in Mookie and Freddie. But other than that, I love what I've seen as far as Will Smith is going to get hot at the right time. That's something I feel in my bones. He dealt with that injury, got hit. He said that Dave Roberts was subconsciously kind yeah. of um, impacting his mechanics. Like He's going to be ready to roll. You got a bounce back version of Max Muntz we talked about who's been big in the postseason. And then the key ingredient, to me, the biggest X factor, the guy's Leo Daniel. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez, a career 987 postseason OPS. Saw in 2018 the big hits he got. Justin Turner, Last two years, six for 47. He was getting it done. Justin Turner is one of the biggest reasons why they lost to the Padres. He had so many opportunities Preach. to run the scoring position. Suarez was mowing him down. He just could not hot, hit high velocity. I think, too, bottom of the order, too. I love what I'm seeing with David Peralta. I've said all year, Peralta's going to get a big hit in the postseason yes. that's going to change the series. Chris Taylor, he's an above-average bat this year. I think you got a, you got a Rosario... You got a Jason Hayward, been there, done that. Been there, done that, having the best year he's had in years. And I think, too, you got a, guys who hit lefties. And a resurgent Miguel Rojas, who's kind of been on a tear over the last month. A professional at bats. All yes. you can ask for when you look at the defense he provides. So, look, last and season. And then Austin Barnes. And then Austin Barnes. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, like. And Kike. Yeah. I think you already said, but Kike is a guy, another, been there, done that. CT, been there, done that. These are guys that have had big hits in the postseason throughout their careers. 
both of those guys with the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers. We've I mean, seen last there. year they had Trace Thompson having big postseason at bats. I hated okay? it so much. He had, I mean, he was awful, right? I mean, he walked a few times, but he was awful. He had Trey Turner not coming through in big spots. How about the fact that normally talks about this Mookie Betts last year in the postseason? He had hard contact, but he had two sixty nine. Right? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't nice. having the same the same success that we've seen in the past. So I think you need the MVPs to step up. I think you're not going to see a team go over 20 with runners in scoring position. You're not going to see a team go 5-4-34 with runners in scoring position. So I think the number one key for this postseason run is the offense has to step up. Like I said in the past, if you outslug your opponent, you win by over an 80% clip. And I think there's no question. James Outman is someone that as a 122 way runs created plus player. I think that people are sleeping on the Dodgers. I love the underdog Dodgers. I love the narrative this season. I love the fact that they're a little more under the radar. And I think this team is better equipped to have success offensively than the team did last year. I think I'm ready to guarantee an NLDS win. If it's the Brewers, if it's the Diamondbacks, I'm confident. You can clip this up. I'm not ready to say NLCS win, World Series win, but this team is going to win the NLDS because of their offense. You heard it here first. I also think I said it earlier too, and that's uh, I mean that's just the confidence that I do have in this team. It's it's in the lineup. Uh, they're going to have to hit and hit a lot to to offset a very very shaky starting rotation. But the pieces are there. The pieces are there to put together a really good run and definitely go beyond where they ended up last year, which was miserable. And even if they did somehow lose this year, I agree with kind of the sentiment you're laying out there um it wouldn't it won't be as bad it won't feel as bad to lose in the ds this, this yeah. year because this isn't a 111 win team with everybody you know firing on all cylinders to end the season no this is a team that's had problems from day one yet somehow has persevered um and uh yeah i'm excited to see some uh, meaningful baseball and whatever it is two and a half three weeks so um Five yeah. things, five questions. So like, if, 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 it's a Venn if it's a Venn diagram, like the offensive, you got it's got the circle's got to be a little more deeper, right? I mean, this offense has the ability to carry this team. I'm telling you, get excited, Dodgers fans. Everyone tries to write this team off because of the injuries, but let's not ignore the fact that this is one of the better offenses we've ever seen with a Freddie Freeman that just turned 34. I think people are writing off this year, not realizing that, hey, this time next year, Clint, Freddie's going to be 35, right? Mookie. His prime is going to be waning at some point. This team still needs to go out there, put together a great postseason performance. And I'm telling you, this season, don't sleep on these underdog Dodgers. A couple of comments before we get out of here. If you have anything, Noah, go ahead and drop them in here. But I got two from... Uh, do you have anything? Or you just want to get out? All right. So I have two. Some other great comments in here. Appreciate you guys for sure. Um, but two, I, I need to to get in from uh, Jose Rado 5 because one, he says Dodgers don't have a gaping hole. Pause. And then uh, to end with, where did it go? If we want the dub, we need to slug. So they're going to have to start slugging October 7th, 7th. Check local listings. But guys, thank you for hanging out with us so much. Thank you for uh, enduring a longer Thursday show. I got some birds to watch, uh, take down some Vikings. So um, thank you for the comments, all the questions, all your super chats. Again, they mean so very much to us. Uh, download the Mojo app. It is in the link in the description of this video. So do watch it. Uh, do click that. Do use pre uh, DN code or promo code DN2023. Hey, guys, we got there. And, uh, again, find us on the internet, DodgersNation.com. Uh, we are also inside the Dodgers.com. We have you covered 28-9 on all things Dodgers. Uh, please help us. 
Subscribe to us as a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all your spots for podcasts are available free. We are there. Uh, leave a review if you can. And importantly, download, or not download, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Dodger Nation TV. Uh, 70,000 subscribers. We're giving away that Mookie Betts jersey. We want to do it next week, and we'll do it live. We're going to have a good time. I'm Real Off FRG. That is uh, DMAC underscore LA. That is Noah Cameras. Noah Cameras wants to jump off the building, so we'll see you next time. Bye. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.